0: Welcome to the Rogue Unlearning Podcast, where we talk about unlearning beliefs that no longer serve us and much more.
1: We are your hosts, Aisha, aka Shante, and Ejiro, aka Ejiru. Join us bi weekly for a new episode. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Rogue Unlearning. Also, if you're listening to the Apple Podcast, hey, don't forget to leave us a five-star rating. Wink, wink
0: this is season three episode five on learning lgbtqia plus biases
1: now welcome 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 to another episode where we serve you the gist hot, hot, hot as it is coming. Mm,
0: I I don't know if I would say gist, but we try. The gist or the topic now. Okay, okay. All right now. We do. We try. We try to. Hi, everybody! Let's, you know, let's rile up the energy. Kunaka, kunaka. Yes, and PSA um go follow our social media interact engage you know the whole 9 yards and let uh, us know what
1: you think yeah slide into exactly. our DMs, you know also, it's okay if you want to appreciate us appreciate Rose bedroom voice is okay i won't <laughs> be upset thank you that will be much appreciated
0: so slide into the the, the comments and the dms and appreciate it thank you very thank much you. thank you thank you Sometimes I feel like I'm almost getting like a vocal fry in my when I when I speak. I don't know why. what
1: is what is vocal fry?
0: It's when I do this. I don't know, uh. it's different. No, I don't maybe that's not vocal fry. But vocal fry is the way I think the way valley girls talk. Anyways, I don't know. I have this thing I've started noticing in my voice and I don't know what it is. It's almost like I have been talking and then I hold like, I haven't taken any breath, and then I just keep going, and then I can hear my voice starting to break or vibrate or whatever. Anyways, <laughs> I don't my know what that was. Yes, but Aisha, I know that I want us to dive straight into the on my spirit section.
1: Because yes!
0: this time around, guys, it's, you know me, I'm the one always saying, I'm in my spirit, I'm in my spirit, there's something on my spirit. It's say Aisha had to do. It's Aisha. So,
1: Aisha, please, tell the people what's on your spirit. I'm upset. I'm mm. angry. All right. Then. I'm very upset. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you why I'm upset. So, if you probably already know this, if you're in Canada, or if you're just watching the news, and maybe this is happening in other parts of the world, but because in Canada, and I live in Canada, so it affects me, or in Ontario, to be specific. Um, so, basically, the government of Canada has brought about a new law that requires um vaccine um sort of like proof of second vaccination so not just your first vaccine you must have been double vaxxed so you know when we say vax it means vaccination right so they require a proof of your second vaccination um in most federal parastatals. right that was the rule that they came up with um and guess what you know when something happens federally you know private companies will start to do their own Customized version. Um, there are, um, organizations, I'll tell you one from my own company, but, um, there are restaurants, um, service companies who have said that you, they would not sort of like, um, sort of like take your order, for example. So if I go to a restaurant now, if I don't show my proof of vaccination, I will not be allowed in, right? um if i want to go to the gym for example if i don't show my vaccination be allowed in now bear in mind that to access some of these facilities you are required to wear your masks in the indoors now before anybody comes at me to say oh am i an anti-masker or anti-vaxxers you know i want to say that i've been vaccinated twice i believe in the science i believe in the power of wearing masks right and i believe that covid is real and that we all have a role to to play to stop the spread now what i do not like is that there are organizations who we always so for example personally my company um we've been told obviously still work from home and they say if you need to it's even been normal it didn't just happen now if you could go to the office and work from the office but it's not compulsory right But what they're now saying is if you will come to the office, you obviously should always wear a mask when you're in the office, except when you're in a meeting room where it's just you and there's an enclosure, um, not when you're cubicle where there are other people around. Now they're saying that if you go to the office, you wear your mask inside. Yes, first of all. But if you're going to access the food courts or, you know, maybe to access the gym, if you don't, if you're not sure proof of vaccinations, you're not allowed to, in now i want to i i think this is a form of discrimination and i feel like this has successfully divided the world into vaccinated and unvaccinated i feel like there are other ways that you can set the rules without discriminating against um you know whether somebody has been vaccinated or, or not now bear in mind that when this rule starts like I feel like the next thing we're going to hear is go you can't go and get groceries if you, can, you have not been vaccinated those people who can't even get vaccinated will get lumped into people who are who don't want to be vaccinated for whatever reason that they have right and then you, they will just treat them as one group of people, they will bear the brunt, even though maybe they make up um, a small percentage of the people who are vaccinated. But they will bear the brunt. I prefer if the government will put more effort into educating the populace or people who have been vaccinated and let people bear the consequences of their decisions. I'll give you an example. I know somebody who works at like a company that we help. And he's such an anti-masker, anti-vaxxer. He has his own religious beliefs. Like we cannot tell people that their beliefs are valid, even though it affects other people. But okay, let me not even digress. But basically, he had COVID. He's an anti-vaxxer. He had COVID. His was he had to stay at home. But his wife was seriously affected in the sense that she was in the ICU, she was in the hospital oh, wow. and stuff like that. Was he now the one tell that me gave it to
0: his wife?
1: I don't even know. I didn't even ask for oh, that extra okay. gist. Yeah. But yeah. guess what? Nobody needs to tell somebody like that when they come out of that that they should go and get vaccinated. They will be at the front lines next time because they know, they've seen the consequences of that in action. So I'm not saying, I'm not saying that should be the case for everybody. No, what I'm
0: saying is that some people come out of it and be like, yeah, that's more proof that I don't need the vaccine because I'm able to beat it. I watched an Instagram video of a guy who said, oh, I've gotten COVID three times and I'm still not going to wear masks because it affects my skincare. And um uh, clearly I am strong enough and my immune system is strong enough to keep fighting COVID. Yeah. So
1: my, I'm not. I'm not saying those kinds of people will never exist. I'm not saying everybody. Oh, no, no, no. I'm so agreeing I agree like with you. I'm only
0: just saying that there are some people that would experience that and still not change their mind, regardless.
1: True. And I would rather they continue to bear the consequences of their action. Mm-hmm. But the more, because first of all, these people who are anti-vaxxers and anti-maskers that are like protesting, they a lot of their beliefs, they they have it in a way, in some way. And I don't want to say it's twisted. It's their belief, and I I shouldn't be questioning it. But they have it in some way that they are it's it's religiously um bounded by the book of revelations like you know mark of the beast all you know end oh, times and all that no no let you can roll your eyes and say that but this is this people's belief right they have a mm-hmm. right to believe on yeah, sure. believe in what they believe in now what i'm saying is that the more don't this are this are you guys not saying that or are you not are, yeah people are they not saying that the more you try to be forceful about these things, Before, the more you try to, you know, isolate them from society, the more power you give to them and the more you are playing into the fact that you are doing what they said it will come up to. So mm. if you are beginning to, yeah, because they are saying yes, it's Mark of the Beast, so they're, they're going in a way, make people, force people to get that Mark of the Beast, which in a way, you might not force them and take them physically to get vaccinated, but you taking away privileges that other regular people in the society have is in a way forcing people's hand to do what they don't really want to do instead of doing more putting more effort into education into you know enabling them to see reasons and some people are not anti-vaxxers or anti maskers they just want to wait they just want to see how it plays out before they go and take the vaccine i know people who have been like okay even when i started i used to say oh I'm not taking any vaccine until I see that other people have taken it and they don't, they don't turn into va- zombies before I take the vaccine. So me, I'm not, I'm saying that, I'm not saying the government should not have rules. And I'm not saying, think about it. People who are vaccinated, people who are vaccinated, if one person has the virus and come into close contact, who bears the brunt of it? Is it not the unvaccinated? Then let them bear the consequences of their decisions without having to remove them from society. Put a rule that says, okay, as a restaurant, right? We, if you you cannot dine in if you are not vaccinated, but we will give you takeout and maybe put you outside on the patio, no matter how cold it gets. But we're not going to allow you dine in and maybe possibly infect you know, people already vaccinated or stuff like that. That's a more I feel like that's a more realistic way of putting it, right? Because I feel like these things will just continue to escalate. And honestly, in my opinion, it's not only when it's on the basis of gender, um, race, and um, class that is discrimination. You can start to discriminate also by saying okay if you are unvaccinated no you know as a doctor will not attend to you because you know this is it's your fault is your business so you know that's your business will not attend to you i just feel like it's too much i feel like there are other better ways the government could have should have approached this without you know trying to Isolate in a way subtly out, you know, sub- isolate these people out of society Whether that is oh, oh, not just government but also employers now taking it upon themselves to say you can't come to the office They'll tell you to work from home or oh, then when things go back in they'll tell you okay So if you don't want to get vaccinated you can't come to the office Then we'll have to terminate your employment and I bet you this is what is going to happen This is what's is going to happen and get in my head. I'm again I overthink things guys, but think about what happens when this now when when all of a sudden the unvaccinated people feel like they want to cleanse the earth of the vaccinated people since we are the ones who are polluted. I'm telling sad. you, I'm I telling sad. you, why are we causing, okay, why are we dividing oh, them now? Goodness. Why are we, why are we isolating them? Why are we saying they cannot have benefits to this, uh, some, you know, everyday living kind of resources just because, oh, I don't know, man. People who go to the gym now even wear masks. You can't even go to the gym without wearing masks, right? You can't even sit at the, re- you can't enter a restaurant without wearing masks unless you sit down right with your party of people and again patios even before indoor dining they are patios let them stay outside but don't say you're going to deny them services next thing they go to the grocery store you're going to tell them they can't get groceries right or you say you can't go get medical assistant because they've not been vaccinated it escalates if history has taught us anything is how look at jim crow era now some harmless rules that were supposed to put give black people their own schools or their own toilets or their own space in the bus you see how it escalates very quickly and then it becomes a is a, an an abuse i just feel like it will escalate if people if the government or whatever doesn't take time to do proper education, to let these people come to terms and make the decisions without feeling forced or f- feeling like, you know, they're being bullied into it, like to make this decision to be vaccinated. I feel they can do more and all this strong hand that they're trying to do is not the way. And that's, that, that's on my rant. That was what was on my spirit. Thank you very much Woo-hoo! for listening.
0: Let me put clap, clap, clap. Well... I'm glad you were able to get that off your chest. And, um... Yeah, that's... Uh... What's on your spirit? <laughs> uh, I, I can not There's nothing <laughs> that, can, that can come after that, right? I don't really have anything um. of... Uh... I don't want to say of substance, uh, but. I don't think it matters. It's true. Sp- as, as long you know as it's not my spirit, i Exactly.
1: Yeah. That's the criteria here. Well,
0: first things first, I think what I want to address is the. So the pictures I have seen about like the US marshals trying to round up Haitian immigrants, hmm. it brings a lot of. Um, it, it it looks too Jim Crowish for my liking. A white man on a horse with a whip in his hand. A black man on the ground, scrambling, trying to run. <sighs> mm. Looks a little bit KKK to me. Um, Wait, I know you had this juice doing. Let's see me. Oh, yeah. so I'd, Honestly, I don't even know the full story. But they're, they're, I maybe it was after the earthquake or there are a lot of Haitian immigrants in America that the Wait, US so it's not, is not trying Asian
1: to, like Haiti like people from Like Haiti, Haiti like Haitian oh. yes like Haiti not oh.
0: Asians okay
1: okay okay like Haiti
0: yeah and um the government has been trying to deport them and round them up and basically the the gist of the matter is because i refuse to do too much deep dive into it um i was already dealing with it a lot during the week and i i couldn't um the gist of it is that they are trying to as the US usually does they are a lot a lot of them are always anti immigration right and so they're trying
1: to get them out um, I thought Biden was different though mm, why would you think Trump that I don't know I just I don't know wishful thinking <laughs> He
0: was just the lesser of two evils that that was it simple uh, No anyways so they were trying to round them up and I just saw some pictures and just saw, you know, sub- it's, it's it's there's something it does when you see a picture with, like I said before, a black person maybe scrambling, trying to get out of the way or uh, being held, held at a certain point and then you see a white man on a horse like holding this black, there's just something about it that doesn't sit right, right? Or you look at pictures and you see this um uh, almost like a cage or wire mesh and then you see lots and lots of black people on the other side you know who knows if they have eaten, eaten you know if they have had stuff to drink but these are people running from whatever the situation is right um there's a there's a poem i had seen i can't remember who it's by something about you do not uh, you know you do not take your child and put and get on a boat on sea, to flee from home if home was a conducive place to be.
1: Well, that's actually true.
0: And what the other thing I wanted to say about it is that America t- tends a lot of times to forget its history and the people who made it what it is today. Um, during the war, Haiti, the war against um, the British, Haiti supported the Americans with lots of money lots of money which helped them win that war and today that they need help of course it's it, it's very common within america to just you know watch the president or whoever just stand on a podium and say oh we condemn this and oh we condemn that meanwhile not actually doing anything and most times even being like the hand in the pot staring at it you know um i've 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 listened to after the assassination of the ha- um haiti president I listen to the news, I listen to reportings, and a lot of it points to, you know, like something something isn't right there. Um, the people who were hired say they were hired by one company, which is a U.S.-based company, wanting, wanting, wanting. There's a lot of stuff there. And knowing what, if any person listens to the news and listens closely, we know that America is not as upstanding as it always tries to claim to be. Anyways, I just wanted to say that that's one thing that I found to be very disgusting. Um, Americans, I want to say do better, but they never do. So, yeah. This
1: 20 world. 21. I can't believe I'm still having this Honestly, sometimes
0: I look at the world and I'm just like, this world is going to shit and we're all going to die anyways. And sometimes that's how I feel.
1: Yeah, I feel like if um, we don't kill ourselves first, the climate's changing. Oh, we, we are definitely going planet. to kill ourselves
0: first. Who do you think? Okay, you, okay, okay. Another thing on my spirit. I don't know if I've mentioned this before, but I, I know I've mentioned it to a few friends. Is, you know how, <laughs> you know how we started talking about carbon footprints and it almost became like, oh, everybody has to play their parts. I, I had this conversation with a friend yesterday and she actually made me see how it went from carbon omission to carbon footprints and then it became, it was, it became individualized. And we went to everybody, oh, you know, do your recycling, um, use uh don't use reusable straw, don't use one use plastics, all of this supermarkets are changing, no more plastic, get a bag, get this, you know. We're doing all of that. And I think when it hit me that we are doomed either ways, was when Jeff Bezos went into space for eleven seconds, the tons of carbon emission for that that less than 30 second glory of going up and coming down i'm like even if i cleansed all my carbon footprint today it's not even going to be near quarter of what he admitted in that trip i said what are we doing do we want to keep pretending that the industries and the companies and the super 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 wealthy people aren't the ones causing all of this that the rest of us are trying to don't use plastic cups like that's going to make a difference so um all that to say we are doomed anyways and sometimes i just feel so tired of talking about the problems or looking at the problems because i'm just like we're all going to die anyways at this point we're going to the earth is going to go to shit and we're going to kill each other that's it Yes, oh, and, this is uh, not
1: supposed to be a gloomy episode. No, bro. it's it's really
0: not. But the last these thing are, on my spirit, and the then issues. we're going to we're going to move on. The last thing on my spirit is fuck this weather that is See. changing.
1: Is everybody has a role because for why this weather is it's, it's this way?
0: Now, no, it's not even that. We're, we are officially in fall fall season, and the temperatures have dropped. And every time this happens every year, I'm just like fuck the Nigerian government again. Because I if they did what they, they have were have supposed been. to do and did it well, I would not be here battling with ten degrees in the morning. <laughs> I would only be chilling.
1: Now you're minus 20 and you're exactly,
0: exactly. Because I know it's only going to get worse. So before I get used to it, I just wanted to put that out there because every I just... year
1: I go through this every year and it's annoying. In the spirit of being gr- grateful and gratitude, imagine if you had to go to work in person in this. No, I've done it before. To degree, uh, that's, now I'm just saying now, right? You know, in the in the spirit of being grateful for doing little <sighs> things, like Father Lord, talking about like work stuff my company is talking
0: about, like, me, uh, stuff, is is talking about like back to office. They are beginning to hint here and there, back to office, back to office, and you know what I feel like? I'm mm-hmm. like recruiters hit me up with remote jobs because that's the (laughs) ghetto i don't want to go back into the office
1: yeah me neither
0: like what but anyways that's that's it for my spirit so let us dive into today's topic before everyone clicks off and says
1: oh no i can't do this today it's too dark aisha That's why we people? had nax Zone episode now. So people will calm down as well. Have Man, you? Like back. I, I it. Hit, also, I'm curious to
0: as to what your thoughts were. Mm. Okay. So,
1: we are, Oh, yes, yes. On the nax Zone. Mm-hmm. Hey! We exposed something. And what did we expose? What did we expose? Espos- say espos- I think espos- espos- we exposed
0: something. What did we We exposed... Espos- espos-
1: not our own... I'm saying like in general, yeah. some people start... Which sense? <laughs> I don't know. I don't... I, re- I decline... Let's just do disclaimer first for this episode. So... What's the um, disclaimer here? Uh, so the disclaimer is that we do not claim to be experts on this topic. Mm-hmm. And that if in any way we say something out of our, what's that word when you don't know anything? Ignorance. Uh, ignorance. If in any way we say something out of our ignorance that hurts, you know, folks from maybe the lgbtqia plus community we apologize we would love to know more feel free to point out where we might have gone wrong or said something amiss. missed we would have we're happy to learn um and on that note i would like to reintroduce myself my name is aisha below and my pronouns are she ha yay oh, oh i'm, I'm supposed, supposed to go okay yes introduce yourself <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay hello my name is ejiro and my pronouns are she
1: Ha. i feel oh, like we should dumb. have
0: fireworks going off here <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then if it was like a youtube video we'll probably just put the rainbow flag or like yeah like the rainbow or something exactly fireworks right. Okay, so let's 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 get into it. Um let's start with the first question. What is the LGBTQIA plus movement now? Actually before I say what the movement is about, do you want to like on what LGBTQIA plus what the acronym stands for? Um LGBTQIA.
0: I know there are more letters there, so we just we're not sure, so we just use the plus. L is for lesbians, G for gay, B, bisexual, T, trans, Q, queer, I is... in Ooh, I forget what I is. I think I know A is asexual. I forget what I is. Intersex. Intersex. Yes. Awesome. I was going to say that, but I wasn't sure and I didn't want to just... <laughs> yeah.
1: And yeah. we will not we will not try to define what each of these means. No, so if you definitely don't not. at this point on this planet eight and you're to you don't know, you please go and google it and yeah, educate yourself. Always, uh, Ignorance is not an excuse. Will, wow Even though I just said I was say something out so of <laughs> 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 You guys don't listen to this babe. <laughs> okay, so now to back that. to the question. What mm-hmm. is the LGBTQIA plus? movement about so first
0: of all i think it's uh they are first the community of um and i think it came as a result of so this is how i see it i see it as sometimes for example i love books i love reading and in my in my immediate circle there are not a lot of people that read as much as i do I try to push Aisha to read sometimes, but I digress. Um, wow. There are a lot of people. Yeah, I had to, Way you on to throw boss. me on that so, divorce. Of, of well, course, well you? If you were not expecting it, don't you know me? Like that should not come as a surprise. I was going to throw you there, but um. So I'm I'm trying. I'm using this as an analogy, and as an analogy to explain what I think the move, how I think the movement came about. So I love reading books, and I didn't have people around me who read as much books as I did and I did not have people around me to discuss these books with so I found a book community right I found people I found a community of like-minded people who liked to read books who could recommend books who I could recommend books to who I could have conversations with around books right and other topics as well so I think that's how it came about it came about from Um, the general public, the general society, looking at people who who fell in any of these categories as looking at them as weird, looking at them as strange, looking at them as they must have something wrong with them. And gradually, these people started finding each other, started finding like-minded people like, oh, this person is like me. Oh, this person understands my struggle. This person understands what I'm going through. And that, I feel like that was the birth of the community. And so now what they are fighting for and what they have always been fighting for is acceptance and, um, just the freedom to live life the way they want to live their lives, the way they, to freedom, to love who they want to love, to be who exactly who they are. And I think we can all learn a thing or two from them because they are amazing people. Um, So I think that's what the movement is about. It's about um, trying to get justice, about freedoms, about getting rights and all of that.
1: Yeah, I think the movement is um, also about fighting the discriminations that exist, not just on an individual level, but on the societal um, level in in terms of like the social construct of how the society is bare minimum um, and how it has continued to trample upon the rights of um, the folks who identify as being part of this lgbtqia plus community and a lot of it i think also it's a lot of, a lot of it is ignorance like we, all human beings tend to honestly um hate what they don't understand or what mm-hmm. they can't relate to instead of trying to learn right so i feel like the movement um you know is fighting for the equality and the rights that exist for any other human being They're saying give us the same rights give us don't discriminate based on how we look or what we seem like don't um define us based on your perceived notion of what gender should be or what you know masculinity or 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 femininity rather femininity i don't know i don't know what i'm saying (laughs) what masculine (laughs) and feminine should look like um (laughs) and for me babe this actually brings me very close to home because um when i when i was growing up right you remember two episodes ago remember how i was telling you all that in the feminism episode how when my dad my dad brought my my sister up to like be very hands-on you know we would wash the car change the tires service the generator change the fuel the oil in the car helping with some stuff right and i remember like growing up i i did not want I wasn't you I wouldn't do things other girls are more likely to do in fe, in the feminine side of you like maybe play with dolls or things like that the things that interested me like i liked to bounce like i did not believe in catwalking or getting myself pretty i like to bounce like you know then it was a thing where guys were bouncing like that was how guys work like and i loved that and then i used to bounce i was i was closest to my male cousins than my female cousins because i just always liked being around them hearing what they had to say you know it, it wasn't like i didn't still have crushes on boys but i was different and i feel like if i'd grown up then I was always sort of like looked. I don't want to say looked down upon, but I was always sort of like weird to people in the sense that why are you acting like a boy? Are you a boy? Like is that how girls walk? Like why are you wearing trousers? Why are you not making your hair? Like why are you looking unruly? Like you know, for, even for up till now, like say I go out and somebody's like, oh, you know, there's this idea that okay women always have everything they'll ever need in their bag and then someone says me, like, oh can i get can i get tissue i'm like what do you assume i have i don't i don't carry it's like oh, okay did you carry your lipstick no i don't carry makeup i don't carry all those things all those poses that women carry like you know makeup you know wipes all this i don't carry i honestly don't and it's not it's not like i'm doing it intentionally it just doesn't occur to me like i will need it or even if i need it i always like i beg i'll rough it kind of thing um needless to say that because somebody does not fit into a box, which I think is what the movement is about. Because somebody does not fit into a box, into what society have said this is what a woman should look like, this is what she should behave like, this is what a man or a boy should behave and look like. All of a sudden, there's a lot of discrimination. It's like it's, it boils down to, which is why I said, if as a feminist, your 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 the fight for women's rights does not include transgender women or any any form of W M X N. Then you are not doing femini- f- feminism right because if you think about it in a way, we are all kind of fighting for the same thing. Don't put people in boxes. Don't put genders in boxes. Allow people have equal rights as the next person. Don't discriminate discriminate against them on the basis of something that you a preconceived notion as to how you think they should be or behave. Like there's just I feel like. In in on that if you take off the covers, we're all fighting for the same thing. We're all fighting in the same struggles, right? So I mean this is what I think the movement um is about. Sorry for that tandem, but I just No,
0: to... no need to be sorry. That was a good one. That was a good one. So yeah, so that's what the movement's about. So when was the first time that you became aware of um the fact that I would say maybe sexually someone was different from you that um just because you're a girl you did not have to be attracted to to a guy i guess my question basically is when was the first time you became aware that there was such a thing as being a homosexual
1: i for me i think it was maybe in i would say i like to say like in the religious setting so be the mosque for example or You know, maybe some church thingy, maybe when I, you know, visited in school where there's always that passage in the Bible where they're saying, you know, you cannot be homosexual or, and then I used to find it where that, okay, why would a boy like a boy? Like, why wouldn't, why would a girl like a girl? Like, you know, that doesn't make sense to me. It did not make sense to me at that time, right? But a lot of the learnings there was how How they will go to hell, you know, if you if you engage or if you like if you like those things outside of how God has predefined it in the Bible, which is a man must live with a woman, a man cannot live with another man, a woman cannot live with another woman, right? Is that um they will go to hell, you know, fire and brimstone, you know, they should be stoned to death kind of thing. Like so I feel like that was my first introduction into um How you know these people? How this group of people were put into the same place as adulterers, as uh, fornicators, as murderers, as you know the whole Ten Commandments, the whole you know all sh- oh, the whole the whole nine yards, right? So I feel like that was the first time I learned about it, and then obviously media and movies, and then you now realize that okay, okay, these are things that happen. Um, oh wow, these people are going to go to hell, kind of thing in my um ignorant state at that time. And by virtue, and just the fact that you grew up in a society like Nigeria, where, for example, in Nigeria, like, um, you're literally persecuted. You're sent to jail for 14 years if you're being caught engaging in a, some kind of homosexual or bisexual act. And even at that point, the abuse became so bad that they don't even need to catch you. They just, you, you just, you're a guy, but you're wearing makeup. You're acting weird they have just come and pick you up kind of thing or you know they get jumped kind of things so i guess that was like my first set of introductions into the fact that okay there are people who might be like me but don't like the same things that i like and say oh attracted to the same kind of people or they just feel like they're in the wrong body that the body they have does not match how they truly feel and they want to change that so what was what was what was it what was the first time you learned Learned about, you know, Hmm. the movement or just the LGBTQIA plus word. So, um,
0: it's hard to pinpoint when because I feel like for the most part I was unaware. I just knew that maybe it's occasionally I could hear it maybe in passing, probably like a religious setting, maybe in church. Um, You know, that it was wrong. But I never really sat down to even try to understand what that was, and I think um, I only started being like really aware, like as an adult in um, when I got to university, and I think that's when I because at the time, even when I read romance book romance books, right, it's still male female, Uh, and it did not really click for me till university, and even then, it was still much like in passing like this is not something that i engage with and then i think it was after graduation and um, i started hearing more about it and then i started reading more about it and then by the time i came to canada that i was like okay okay i fully understand what this means and um, you know but for the most part i didn't i don't think i even engaged with the concept for yeah for a while i don't i don't think i did but i know in university everything started to make sense like in passing i knew that oh you know a woman and a woman should not do this at least at that time that's what it was and a man and a man should not do this but i don't think i ever i until university i did not have like a name or a term for it like okay this is what it is but you know as as Christians you'd always hear that part in the bible oh man shall not lay with another man as he lays with a woman and so that was pretty much uh pretty much that but uh I started really reading up on it and learning more about it after graduation and then by the time I came to Canada
1: so yeah can we touch and I know I'm going too far here but can we really touch a little bit on religion and then the, epa- the impact the teachers has on the lgbtq plus mm-hmm. community many people think that this whole movement or this group of people who identify as being part of the community is a new thing like it's just, it's just happening oh, now no. this thing even as far back they the, have even the bible historical here. book you will, books you will see examples of people who identify as being part of this community but the thing is back then the discrimination was even more brutal right like than it is now in a way that they all of them most of them had to live their life in hiding or hiding in plain sight and then even in nigeria if you think about it there are many people who are like gay and i'm just using as an example but guess what? Because the society doesn't accept them, accept their feelings or just accept them for who they are, they have to pretend to be somebody else. So I know I know men who are gay but marry women or marry wives just to put up a facade. And I have children by these women um by these women. But at the on the back end that cheating that when I say cheating, but like they're trying they're expressing themselves in a way that is is like cheating on their partner but that's not what they've always been but they are forced into this box of what society say they must be um to look like and i don't think that pastors imams i don't think that they've really done a good job of you know educating folks because a lot of people get their learnings from religious houses i'll give you an example so i think i was it's into a program and somebody asks this pastor that, okay, somebody who... There are people actually who say they've been delivered of being gay, right? Or they've been, you know, they were demon possessed, mm. whatever, whatever testimony that exists. Yes. And I don't want to delve into that. But what I want to say is somebody asks this pastor and asks him that, okay, so somebody who, you know, used to be identified as, you know, homosexual... Has learned the error of their ways and then they want to come back into the church fold, they want to give their lives to Christ. Um, no, it's not just even that this person has even transitioned to a different gender and they felt like that was who they are. That's um what should that person do? Guess what this guy said? That they need to go and do another surgery, switch (laughs) over or switch back to their original (laughs) sex that they were best by. And that if, for example, by virtue of being in, you know, being Transition. They had a spouse, right? So, for example, I'll give you an example. So, somebody who is a who identifies as a woman but used to be a man marries somebody who is a man but used to identify as a woman. For example, mm-hmm. so they are saying. So the man said, hey, "If that's the case, that they should transfer back to their original sexes and live together as you know, husband and wife." I don't know what the difference is at this point, um, or they should transition back and break up because that union would not have been seen by God as a legitimate union. Why? Because
0: he's God and he's he's the one who knows what
1: God deems right or not. But these are the issues. These are what our religious leaders are telling people, you know, more driving into the whole homophobic sort of like tendencies and mentality and mindset. Mm. Right? These these are the issues. True, true. I agree.
0: (sighs) It's... (sighs) look as for christians this is what i usually say i say this i said in the bible right when jesus came in the bible someone had asked him what is the greatest commandment?" and the first one he said was love your god with all your heart with all your mind right and with all your soul and the second is love your neighbor as yourself He said, he said, he said, those are the two greatest commandments. So when people say things like, um, oh, you know, if you do this in God's eye, first of all, you are not God. That's it. Even the same Bible says his ways are not our ways. And, you know, so why, why did you feel, why do you feel the need to be judge, jury and execution, executioner all in one? Um, I don't get that. I don't get that, and this is why I would always say have a personal relationship with God. Your pastors are not God. Your priests are not gods. Your imams are not gods. Um, I don't know the some of the other relation uh, religions. I don't know their <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> they are religious leaders exactly. So, um, all that to say is, and I know it it can be difficult. And I know I would never fully understand it in the way, um, someone who is on the queer spectrum, um, feels it. Right. So, and I know, so I know it can be difficult when, um, you're someone who grew up in a Christian house and you feel like you're gay or wherever you are on that, um, queer spectrum. And you feel being, you feel rejected by the church and all of that. And I understand that that is very painful, but I would say this, I do not believe that God loves you any less. And I feel everyone, I stand by what I said, everyone should have a personal relationship with God. And if the church you were attending s- said they don't want you in the church anymore because of how you identify, welcome. Okay. Pack and go, pack and go. Yes, and I know it's easier said than done. Um, not to say, not to negate the feelings of hurt that you would feel. Um, but as long as you have a relationship with God, if you are if you are of the religious um, sort, um, that's that's really what is important. Because I believe God loves each each and every one of us, regardless. Because a lot of times Christians will happen. Oh, homosexuality is a sin. Oh my god, you're going to hell and yes and you committed adultery yesterday so you lied yesterday so you stole the other day you converted something that belonged to someone else as your own so what are we saying you just cussed your mama out two days ago so you know not that
1: any of these things are in comparison yes yes
0: not that it is but i'm just saying that don't listen to this but a lot of us a lot of people tend to be hypocrites especially those who like to ring their religious bell and want to beat people over the head with it nine out of ten times i guarantee you that they are hypocrites
1: and even more evil is it yes. not churches that were killing residential students is it not so called the not churches but is not so called people who were mm-hmm. religious people that yeah. are supposed to be kind or have more yeah. clothes like do you get yeah. like People, they are sometimes even more evil, to be honest. Yeah. So, I don't believe in staying in a place. And I know this is saying something out of privilege. I'd like to understand that and check that, yes, I have my privilege as being, you know, um, straight. Like, my privilege of being straight and still being the gender. And I and identify myself as the gender and by the sex I was born with. And I know I'll never fully comprehend um, But honestly, if you're in a place where you're not accepted, where you feel you need to hide parts of yourself, whether that's a church and you can leave, you have the resources, you know, you earn a living and income, and you can leave that toxic place that doesn't accept you, please do if you can, because the more you stay in a place that doesn't want all of you, that doesn't appreciate you for who you are, what you bring to the table, in whatever way, shape or form, you decide to bring yourself to the table, the more detrimental it is to your mental health and, and, um, feeling of self worth if you continue to stay in that environment. I know it's not possible for everybody to be able to leave the environment, but I'm just saying, like, if it is possible, um, make, make plans, basically, to be in a place that will truly appreciate you just as you are. Because really, even in the, the Bible, Jesus said, come as you are. True.
0: But I also think, um, more, more importantly, try and find your, Try and find a, a support group, a support system to help you go through it as well. Yeah. So how, Aisha, so how have you found, with your understanding of the community now, how do you think comparing, given that we both grew up in Nigeria and we are both currently in Canada now, um, what do you think, do you think that being in Canada um being in a place where well, in the west where it's more liberal it's more um more people can be openly can be openly gay or queer in this part of the world than ours where we are from um what do you think that difference has been for you like was it shocking for you to come here and find that out you know it's one thing to watch it maybe in movies um, uh, but living here, living in society here, um, what, how different do you feel the the
1: shift is? Um, I feel like so Canada because I lived in the UK and in Czech Republic, right? Which mm-hmm. would say they're also like, um, yeah. First of all, you know, mm-hmm. similar to Canada. Um, I would say like my mindset has started to shift way before I came to Canada. So just coming to Canada just feels like okay, yeah, like. This This is is how society, yes, this is how it's done. For me, when I was in the UK, it did come as a shock when I would see, and again, this is, I'm not proud. This is not my proudest moment, but I remember I used to look, I used to unfortunately look at finest men, especially black men who are so gorgeous, like, and then find out that they are gay, for example, I'll be like, (gasps) There really, so my head made up like, there aren't even enough black men to go around. And the one that is fine and is there said to, to, to play for the other team kind of thing. And I, and I remember it used to make me sad. And I'm not, this is not my paradise moment. So, yeah, um, but learned. just learning uh, to accept, you know, I feel like when you see examples more around you, and I, then I even had a mentor who identified, you know, who identified as a different gender. So she's transgender. Uh, she's a transgender woman and then she's just, she's just like the best best person it was like my my first first hand intimate relationship with somebody who i you know was part of like the lgbtqa plus uh community and then i just guess i just got to understand that regardless just the way we fight for all oh, women have equal rights and all of that it's the same way we need to realize that um everybody is a human being first before they start to identify by you know anything you as a man or a woman or you know somebody who is trans or queer you are first a human being even though you decide to not identify by any um gender you're first a human being and so every as a human being i want to be treated with some, with a certain level of, you know, respect. I want justice. I want fairness, mm-hmm. right? And so I wish that too on other human beings. And so if you look at people beyond, you know, it's just like say I'm judging you based on how you look or the color of your hair. If you look at people for who they really are on the inside, right? Who are they as human beings? What is what is the content of their character rather than that the color, not the color of their skin, but like the way they, the way the you think they identify, the mm-hmm. orientation. Right, then you should you should do the right human thing. Mm-hmm. So for I mean, me that was like my first and I just felt like you know what? And this woman was literally like my mom, like my she's literally like my adopted sort of like she adopted me in a way. Prof, prof, professionally, professionally, right? Yeah. Like mentored me. And I know that I would not be where I am now if it wasn't for her advice. So now me now me see that if this to this. I love you, thank you. So yeah.
0: Oh, that just touched my heart. All right then. Okay, so I think the next thing we need to talk about is um. Now in this day and age, uh, you know, people people now people are now able to come out to their parents, to come out and say, or to their friends and family, to say, "Hey, okay, I'm gay, or I'm bi, or I'm I'm this or whatever," and people have to. Uh, A lot of people in this um, group now have to, uh, you know, almost like a declaration of this is my sexual orientation. This is my, yes, because... This is my identity. Yes, because, uh, you know, the norm is being straight, which is, yeah, shouldn't be, but the norm is being straight and people now tend to come out. And I know I've thought about this a lot and I always... I always feel bad when someone comes out just because I feel like they shouldn't have to. I feel like they should just bring home a guy one day and like a guy should just bring home a guy one day and say, this is my boyfriend and everybody should just be like, it's normal. Okay, nice to meet you. You know, and maybe that same guy tomorrow brings home a girl, maybe in two years and say, this is my girlfriend and everybody should still be like, cool, welcome to the party you know um so i always feel bad that people have to come out and declare because as as straight people we don't do that
1: we just exist we don't we don't have have to to come out to my father and say i'm straight i like boys because that's the assumption (laughs) yes so i think that is a norm i would
0: like to see changed i would really love to, to live in a world where someone being bi or being you know a lesbian or being asexual or whatever they don't need to have this declaration of oh this is who i am every i have to tell everybody "Yes, yeah, this is my coming out story like people are having coming out stories not that it's a bad thing but i would love to live in a world where people don't have to do that
1: because it's an emotional toll right like i I don't know if you, i watch this series on this oh my god if you say shit okay
0: oh god I was just about to say if you say shits creek, I'm going to scream because no, I yeah, well, freaking love that show.
1: Yes, yeah, so there's another one, Sex Education. Like it's okay. I've, it's it's sort my of like friend Abby has been me to watch that. But I feel like people don't understand the emotional toll it is to come out to your loved one to say, "Oh, this is who I am." Like, why should we even need that? Why should why should people feel the pressure? to feel like they have to confess something. They didn't do anything bad. Coming out is like, I'm confessing. So, oh, yeah. the reason why you've been holding me, why I don't have a girlfriend is because I, I prefer boys or I like boys instead. Like, why? Or which it's is like, what? oh, I never want to be in a sexual relationship. Mm-hmm. I don't fancy anybody like that because I'm, I don't, I don't know. That's just why. Yeah. Why? Did they do anything bad? Which is why
0: which is why I love when, um, you see or you hear stories of people coming out to their, especially their parents and the parents just looking at them like, and you know, they have built up okay. all this, they have built up all this like tension and stress, and they're like, oh, mom, dad, uh, I'm gay. And the parents are just like, yeah, okay. But there are still dishes in the sink. Like, why? Sure, we already knew. Like, great. Now go do the dishes. Like, <laughs> that just makes it seem normal. And the person is just standing there, like, huh? Interesting, you know? I love when I see that happen or hear of that happening. But yeah, it's, uh, that's the world I would love to live in. I would love to live in that world where people don't have to there is no, because there's no need to. Which is why, um, like the show I was talking about, Sheets Creek, which is why I love it. Um, their son is uh, basically, uh, I think it was basically bi. But it was such a regular... Just another thing of life. Like there was, you know, how some shows when they have like a gay character, they kind of make this big elaborate thing around that character, so that you know that 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 character is gay. But in this show, it's just, it's just life. Okay, sure. So you have a boyfriend. Okay, great. I have a boyfriend too. Like just so simple. Like they they were able to put that into the story and it not seeming forced and it not seeming. Stage It just seemed like everyday life. It was just like this world where, sure, it's normal. Nobody in the town blinked twice. Sure. like I would love to live in that world someday.
1: And I, I feel like this episode is about unlearning um, LGBTQIA plus biases. Uh, we know that there are many people that will not agree with what we've said or the way we think about it. And that's okay. Uh, my it's this is not an episode to castigate anybody but if you take anything out of today let it be a willingness to learn more learn and be curious a willingness to know more a willingness to do better do better especially to people who don't like the same things that you like or you, who you think are really different from you know who you think you should be and honestly i feel like one big thing that lgbtqia plus community and their movement one thing they've taught me like they've really really taught me is that you can never ever 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 put somebody in a box you cannot see a woman and put her in a Hmm. box she might be non-binary or non you know non-gender conforming like and and she likes baggy pants like and doesn't want to have kids or or and and she she might now like girls instead or like boys and being an heterosexual she might be non-conforming and and be in a heterosexual relationship or be non-gender non-binary enough for conforming and being in a homosexual relationship like you cannot put anything in a box so this has been the biggest takeaway for me is never ever putting saying oh this this woman is a more masculine a woman and this one is a more feminine man so this is the way they should behave this one is more gay because they're more fair they have more feminine aspect and then you are just lying because that person could n- could not be more straight than the ruler next door Do you cannot
0: put anything or anybody in a box stop it now that you have even said that that's another thing that irritates me is that you see someone who just maybe you see a guy who is like more feminine and your first um your first thought is oh that person has to be gay why does the person have to be gay why is it not just that the person is in touch with their feminine side or maybe you see a guy in drag and you say he's gay why can that not just be a guy who loves to do drag have you seen some of these drag queens my god they are gorgeous but that's i don't want to go into that right now but i just wanted to say
1: the assumptions stop assuming
0: Stop no. putting people in boxes. Um, interact more with people who are different from you. Have more conversations with people. Expand learn. your mind. Open your open your mind, and you will learn more. And be get in touch with your humanity, so that you can connect to with, with other people. You are humans, you know. Um, yeah, I just wanted to say that. And I know, Aisha, you were talking about like uh, you know someone being non-binary. And I think that brings me to my next question, which is, what is the difference between gender and sexuality?
1: Hmm. What do you think the difference is? So I feel I don't I don't know, I don't want to say sexuality. I want to say gender and sex. Okay. Yes. Not sexuality. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. My bad. Gender. Yeah, and so sex. it's my mis- yeah my mistake. Sex, my not notes. sexuality. Yeah. Yeah. It's sex, right? When people go and are pregnant and they do a scan and then they they do a gender reveal, mm-hmm. they, I feel like they should rename it to sex reveal because what you're defining is whether that child is male or female, as is with any other species in the animal kingdom. Um, being born with a penis does not necessarily mean that when that person you know is mature enough to make their decisions they want to be identified as men or they might want to be identified as square and their pronouns might be they them not he him so i think sex is what you're born with you don't have control over what you're born with which is either male or female gender on the other hand is a big spectrum it can be anything you want it to be in terms of you know you can be you can you can be born with a female as a female or female sex but grow up and decide that you your gender is queer Right, and because you are queer, this is what you like, or this is what you don't like, or this is who you are attracted to, or this is who you are not attracted to. Right, you can be bi, you can be homosexual, you could be, you know, whatever you want, whatever you want. So I think they're very different, and most people interchange interchange them a lot. But sex and gender is not exact; it's not the same thing. Okay,
0: so let me give like a proper definition, right? Um, so according to the Council of Europe, um. Sex refers to the biological and physiological characteristics that define humans as male or female. Um, these sets of biological characteristics are not mutually exclusive as there are individuals who possess both. But these characteristics tend to differentiate humans as male or females. Now, gender, on the other hand, refers to the social attributes and opportunities associated with being female and male, and to the relationships between women and men and girls and boys, as well as the relations between women and those between men. These attributes, opportunities, and relationships are socially constructed and are learned through socialization processes. So that's the main, that's, Basically, the definition of sex and the definition of gender. So that's why someone can, who was born male can say maybe much later in life, they could say, I want to identify as female. So they want their gender to be female. And, that, and some people, too, don't want to be identified as any and choose to be non-binary. So I'm neither male nor female. I'm just non binary. I'm just I am, a human being. I am me, you know? And um such people prefer to be addressed as they and them. And people always, you know, push back like they them for one person. How could you use a plural tense for but you can. You can. We do it in our everyday language. We we depending on the situation, we refer to a single individual as they. Especially when we don't know their sex, we'll say they said, and it's one person we do it. So I don't know why people push back a lot. Um, But like you said, Aisha, people tend to push back on things they don't understand and be afraid of things they don't understand. And I guess that's just the way we are. But I would say, I would be the first to say that, you know, the first time I started hearing about like um, people being non binary, I would admit that I was taken aback like what like why and you know how sometimes we tend to take these things almost like a, a font to our own person and after i sat down and you know read a little bit i was like okay sure like really sure if they want to be addressed as they them if uh they want to be um thought of as non-binary then sure why why do why should i have a problem with it am i not being identified the way I, I, prefer Akaiow. to be identified. it's
1: like me telling you my name is aisha but you you want to hey, be and, own and then i'm saying no i'm going I to call you
0: a? i'm going to call you i don't know katrina
1: uh-uh. say, hey, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly
0: so that that's what it feels like and once i came to that conclusion everything just felt easy i'm like sure so sometimes you know you meet now at least now when I meet someone for the first time, you can just ask, like when, after the introductions, hi, my name is this, my name is this, oh, how do you like me to address you? Easy as one, two,
1: three. Cotsie. It's cutsy. Yeah. So let me ask you, um, on the divide now, right? Not on the divide, but you know, I've had, um, well, just before I get there, do you think that, there are some people that say that, should kids should or should children be allowed to decide for themselves their gender, right? And then if you say yes, because there are many um, examples of celebrities, you know, we know Gabriel Union has a child who, you know, decided that, you know, they want to change their gender and things like that. And people, a lot of people say, ah, it's, the child is too young. The child should wait till they're like older, maybe 21, before they decide and then it's based on your answer then you, i want you to answer me this question so some some people some when i say people i mean people who are really sick right mm-hmm. pedophile pedophiles have come gone and said well if kids should can be allowed to decide their gender that means kids can make a decision to choose their sexual partners Um, and so pedophiles are feeling like they're being discriminated against because if kids can make a huge decision around the gender they want to be, um, then they can make a decision with who their sexual partner to be. And then they have a right to explore those decisions as stupid, idiot pedophiles, um, against, you know, children. So that's the topic I want us to address.
0: Hmm so your question is should kids be allowed to decide the agenda do I think kids should be allowed to
1: yeah
0: <sighs> I would say this um, parents get to sit with their children and have a conversation and decide on what to go with based on that conversation they've had with their children I don't think it's anybody's place Especially not mine to decide if children should be able to identify their gender. And even if a child should come and say, "Okay, okay," let's say um, Gabriella Union and uh, Dwayne Wade's um, daughter now, um, when she first said she wanted to be identified as a girl, right? She wanted to be a girl. She's not saying she wants to undergo sex. Um, I don't know what that surgery is called to change her to change her um, uh genitals. So I don't personally I don't see what the problem is. Like I was I was happy they were, you know, they accepted that and they went for it and whatever conversation they had. Um so for me I would just say in those in those kind of situations, I would say, you know, have a conversation. You could even have a conversation with a licensed therapist who is experienced in handling cases like this and everybody can have a conversation and then decide where to go from there i'm pretty sure a lot of nigerians listening to this are shaking their head somewhere and saying oh this one well, i've lost her to the west i don't care um that's just how i feel on the matter right i don't think any person should be miserable in 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 life, in the way they live their life, I don't think anyone deserves to be miserable. Now, speaking on the pedophiles we are talking about, um, that's different. Gender and sexual abuse are (laughs) two different ends of the spectrum. Like, what? So, them, it's not sexual abuse,
1: it's a preference. Why are you doing it? Okay, because
0: I, I, I think the argument is that, okay, if we say children can decide their gender, then why do we say children cannot give consent? Um, it's different. A child deciding that, oh, I, I, I think I'm a boy or I think I'm a girl or I want to identify that way. It's not the same as that's how they feel. There's a, there's a feeling. Um, the reason we say children cannot give consent in this, when it comes to sexual uh, encounters and devils activities is sex is, um, how do I put this? Sex can be very complicated. um people have to be prepared for sex. Sex involves a lot more it I can even go as far as saying, especially the first time if you are unprepared, it can change you. Children cannot children do not know that, and that's why as the adult, you know better and that's why even with the gender I said, a conversation has to take place with the parents and with possibly a guided therapist who has experience with this. Everybody has to sit down and talk about this and fully understand um what this person is saying you see all the people are involved in that um that's very different from saying a child should give consent to an have adult. sex to an adult to have sex with them in fact any adult wanting to have sex with a child should be very ashamed of that's themselves. why i say
1: they are sick now nah. they say they're not sick that is preference it's I not they're sick especially again i don't want it to be babe, this consent thing is very tricky especially with conversation with parents in nigerians in nigeria i say nigerians in nigeria we have pedophiles masking as allergies who are getting oh, consent from their parents to marry 10 year old girls
0: yeah but those ones also use religion don't they they do exactly and nigerians but they are sick nigerians are deeply religious people whether it makes sense or not I I'm not disputing the fact that they are they are sick. I'm saying that they are using religion as a cover. And because Nigeria is a deeply religious uh, nation, it would fly. Do, do you, if you want to go into the amount of things that goes on in Nigeria even around the world in the name of religion. Babe, that's a whole different podcast episode. That no, that's not a, that's a full season. Mhm. Exactly. <laughs> So in this case, I, I don't think they are the same thing. I don't even think they should be in the same conversation. Um, sexual consent it's very different. Um, a child's body is not even ready, hasn't even hit that, uh, that, uh, point to have sex. It's not even mature enough to have sex. So that shouldn't even be something to even bring into this conversation. Like, no. Um, people who are sexually attracted to children, um, they need to talk to someone. They need to figure out what happened in their life, and uh yeah, that's no, no, that's uh, yeah, no.
1: So I personally had a different sort of like, so, like I don't know, solution, not solution. Like okay, take. so take. So initially, eh, mm-hmm. when I didn't really know a lot, I used to say, um, I used to be like, oh i mean it's okay but children shouldn't be allowed to make such um life-altering decisions because maybe that involves like a name change and stuff like that like they're not mature enough to even they might still be exploring they don't really know what they want so let them wait till they are 18 or 20 you know depending on when the adult age in your country is to make that decision at that time they're more mature they've you know interacted a lot with the world and they they would make better and informed decisions right Mm -hmm. because i know and I will now like it into so that, okay, when I was small, that's to be a doctor, then I now realize that I can't stand blood, then I now change it, I want to be an engineer, you know, blah, 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 blah. But that's also different from how you... F- feel i know now let me finish okay. i said this was before oh, okay, i was okay, in okay, my bad, this was my, my thinking my and apologies. then I've, I've actually been reading a lot of books right like memoirs i remember reading all boys aren't blue mm. um by george m johnson and i've read a lot you know some other ones like the black F- flamingo as well by dean
0: I've realized that many of... You pronounce that name like a true Nigerian.
1: Love it. Continue. (laughs) When many people or many people who identify as being part of the LGBTQIA plus community, it wasn't when they were out. They had known... In short, they had known... From when, as little as when they can remember, maybe when they were three or five, when they wanted, for example, if the, they as men, right, mm-hmm. identify as male, when they realized that they liked to play with their sisters' dolls, not the cars and mm-hmm. the toy guns that they gave them, like they've known back then, and so this is something. This is. This is a core identity for them that has always been there. It wasn't a situation of like, oh, they're playing around, they're not sure what they want kind of thing, which really, really helps me unlearn that bias I had around, you know, should children, for example, be deciding um what they want to be or who they want to be identified or who they are like even if it's not gender it's saying oh i don't want to wear skirts i prefer baggy trousers or um i want to wear skirts and wear you know shoes the way girls wear their shoes kind of thing like Mm -hmm. it's like letting kids just enjoy being who they really feel they are on the inside because honestly if we think about it as adults what we are right now what we're exhibiting right now is as a result of the mix we've had with society and what society has told us what we can or cannot do but as children in that phase they don't have they don't have they've not really been affected by those influences so they are really true to who they are they're really true to mm-hmm. themselves and many of them actually have known these information way back when and sometimes the parents even know they notice it in their child, but they don't just say anything and so that helped me deal with that by that um that notion I had that mm-hmm. no, they should wait till they are twenty or twenty one to 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 make those decisions. So that's what I wanted to add.
0: Mm-hmm. Awesome, that is,
1: yeah. I'm a learning people. I'm a learning. Yeah, I'm a learning.
0: Well, Aisha has been coming with back to back to back to back bangers and gems on this episode. I hope people are listening.
1: Mm. Okay. So, Adriel, um, I just have a question for you. -hmm. Like talking about still on, you know, talking about kids and all of that, right? Yeah. Um, I have a friend. Um, and and I want to lean towards education, like just educating ourselves, right? And Mm -hmm. not just ourselves, but educating children. So I have a friend who is like, I don't have any problem with LGBT people. I don't. My problem is that they want to force their agenda on us, right? Right now they are putting it in cartoons for children to watch. They are, you know, putting it in their curriculum. I even have somebody I know that's a family member. Who has refused to take his children, you know, to a public school system and would rather send his kids to Catholic school um, just because he feels like, you know, it's corrupting. That children are too young to comprehend and that, you know, in a way it might be corrupting their mindset if they start to teach children at a certain age about, you know, just educating them about, you know, it's not just mommy and daddy. It could be mommy and mommy or daddy and daddy or just you know non-binary parents for example like um so he just has a, an issue with that like the education and then I'm, I'm wondering to myself that at the age i am now where i had a lot of biases i had a lot of homophobic ideas and thoughts that i didn't even know right you would think oh you're fine but you're not really really fine with it um wouldn't have been I how would i how would you have felt if you were taught these things earlier on like educated earlier on do you think it would change who you are so maybe change the fact that you know you're a heterosexual woman for example um and do you think you would have loved to learn this earlier on or would you have preferred that no it's better that you're an adult that you learn
0: um i definitely would have preferred to learn it earlier and not even have the biases to begin with that i did have um i think i think it should be thought taught in school and the way they it's not like they're creating like a new at least to my understanding it's not like they're creating a new subject in school that is titled homosexuality what you need to know um i don't think they're doing that i think uh to your friend maybe he's saying they're putting it in like shows and cartoons and all of that yes why not let the children watch it and know that it's normal so that when they see it in real life it's normal to them we are trying to normalize it we are trying to um no longer be gatekeepers of what we claim children should see we we say oh children shouldn't see this but then we let them watch some we let them play uh uh, play violent video games but two people of the same sex kissing each other is a problem for you um i think personally i wish i had um I, i wish it was you know mainstream when i was younger so that i would have it would have been normalized for me um i don't know if i don't think they put it in curriculum that would be weird if if they did but i don't even with that i wouldn't have any problem and the only reason i say it would be weird is that uh if they put it in curriculum is that they're also not put. except they're putting in curriculum as well that uh oh a man and a woman they do this and then you want to put like a guy and a guy or a or a maybe okay maybe what he means is like maybe they'll be teaching children like oh they can there are different types of families there could be uh a mom and a dad or two dads or two moms if that's what he means then yes of by all means it should be put in school curriculum because i think we need to normalize this we need to stop being gatekeepers we need to be stop being so self-righteous and let me and the also thing, the other thing there too is If your child is going to be gay, if you like say that uh, there's an agenda to make your child gay, you are protecting, put your child in a bunker for 20 years. If your child is going to be gay, your child is going to be gay because when they come out of that bunker, if your child is gay and they see uh, an attractive person of the sex they're attracted to, they will be attracted to that person. So there's nothing you want to do. You cannot pray the gay way.
1: No deliverance. Um, they used to use some. Actually, some of them tell you the stories of how they were sent for deliverance, and that involved yeah, it's, physical abuse with man, beatings. it's and
0: horrible. It's it is horrible. There are people who have been raped because they were they, they thought that guys. They'll say, "Oh, you just need a you know, you just need a woman who knows how to give it to you well, so that you you break or a woman." Same thing. Like if a person is gay. Being gay is being sexually attracted to someone of the same, um, sex as you. That's just what it is. It's just your, your sexual orientation. It doesn't change who you are as a person. It doesn't make you have two heads. It doesn't make you have four arms. People act like it's a disease. It's not a disease. It's not, it's not contagious. Um, let me tell you what also changed my mind. You know how, um, you know, I always used to think I was so, and this was like, yeah maybe a year or two years ago i used to think i was still like open-minded you know i'm so good i don't have any problem i don't have any biases do you love who you love gucci right and then i believe it was last year i read this book called autobiography and some people might read this book and it might just be another um, lgbtqia book to them but that book had such a huge impact for me I read that book and um, it follows two characters. One is openly um, gay. His family is aware. They are very supportive. The other one is the son of a Mormon pastor. And um, he's in the closet. He, His family doesn't know. Well, at the end you'll see that they, they kind of do but they want to pretend they don't. And you see the the you, you see the lives of these two different people, how one is very miserable, feels very cornered, feels like um, he can't live his life the way he wants to. He has to live it for his family because, you know, his father is the pastor, what will people say, all of these things. And then he was literally trying to pray the gateway. And you see the other guy um, in his family all loving, very comfortable, very chilled, having a regular life. And okay no the other guy was actually bisexual and then what that book did to me was in that moment i remember i remember thinking like if i have a child who is gay i don't want my child to ever feel unloved or feel alone or feel alienated and i'm like no that's no no and that was when i realized i i was still harboring this bias of oh you know um it's all good, like, if you're gay, you're gay, that's great, but secretly, it was almost like, I was like, but I don't want a child who who will be gay, right, and after reading that book, that book broke the the last bias out of my mind, and I was like, no, no matter what, like, I don't care, I never want, if, if I have a child, I never want my child not to feel loved by me, not to feel love in the home, not to feel love in the family, like, I will go to bat, like, oh no i like yeah so that's so that's why i say like we should always check our biases because we have them even if we're not aware of them even if they're not in the forefront we should constantly educate ourselves engage with um, text read more reading is also great so for me um if i had a child who came out to me as gay or being on the spectrum on the quest spectrum i would not have a problem with it because i have come to terms with that i have addressed it and i have come to the decision that regardless whether my child is on the spectrum or not that child is going to be loved period that's it and i would not care who they date who they they do not date who they sleep with i don't care all i'm concerned about will be raising that child to be a decent human being
1: and that's it that's that's i know i'm not a parent yet like i just really really plan and want to be that kind of parent that fosters an environment where my child feels very comfortable to discuss these things with me to have questions to not feel like they have to come out to me like and build it up in their head like a an mm-hmm. environment exactly. where you know, there's peace, they can come as they are and they will know that they will not be judged. Like whoever or whatever they come out as or what they want to be, right? Like I just I just you know and I know it's easy to say because I've never been a parent. And like some people say hey, you born your own first now. And I'm not I'm not I know like you know a parent is a parent. Like I'm not minimizing the job of being a parent. But I think we can do better. Yes. I think we can all do better.
0: I agree. I agree.
1: So I, I think I want us to like sort of end on like a educational note where we sort of like educate folks. And again, this entire episode is not castigating anybody, is saying that you, what are some of the things you're not doing well that you can learn from. So what are the stereotypes, Eduro, that, um, you know, that you would say that people have associated with the LGBTQIA plus community?
0: That they are all going to hell.
1: Okay. Well I guess we can debunk that Reps. now, right? Like <laughs> are they the if are they kids are going to hell, hell? We are all we are all yeah. going to hell, to be honest. Exactly. <laughs> you, you that think that way are being included. <laughs>
0: yeah. And um there's the one that um gay people have um HIV, like they have AIDS.
1: Um mm, like it, like it's only gay people that have um, Like it's HIV, only, yeah, and it's not yeah. only them
0: a lot of people still get this it's not tied it's not a gay disease um so yeah that's um uh, that's another
1: i feel like that's such i don't understand even how somebody from nigeria would think that hiv is a gay disease or anybody from like why would you think that that's the case anybody can have hiv aids it's between, you know, if some, if a sexual partner has it, they give it to their partner. If proper measures are not taken, in sense like, you know, they're taking the drugs. And even at that, you meet somebody who is HIV, what's the stereotype about? Most people with HIV live more fulfilling and better and healthier lives than most people without. You would find, not like most, maybe I should not use most, but like people without. Like, I'm, this is just to say that you can have the virus um you know be on medication it becomes undetectable and go on and live a meaningful normal healthy life it is not a death sentence i mean the science and technology has you know gone further than that so why would you still be in your cocoon thinking that you know some set of people who have hiv and die from that like i don't understand it
0: yeah yeah but those are those are some of the stereotypes i
1: i know of so people who would say that they are sick or that, you know, oh, they must yeah, be perverts. They they're
0: perverts, oh yeah.
1: That they have mental health issues, that they should be sent to a psychiatric home. Psychiatric home, I'm just like, oh,
0: deep breaths, deep breaths.
1: <laughs> People just need
0: to learn, right? People need to read more, need to understand more, and step outside of their bubble, like you said. Um, These things are... Like, if anyone is still thinking any of these things in 2021, please hit up... uh. Check out your local library and read more. And, uh, yeah, go on YouTube and watch watch stuff and educate
1: yourself, really. really. And don't be too judgmental, please. Like, do not be... Not too Don't even be judgmental.
0: Right. What are you going to be judgmental on?
1: Exactly. Like, who made you judge jury and executioner? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Who Good made question. you heaven spokesperson? For Christians,
0: even the Bible says, judge not so that you will not be judged remember Let's... that
1: oh this is why remember i always say that. jesus is the example jesus is the example
0: yeah i think that has uh that has brought us to the end of this beautiful discussion we continue to um learn and unlearn and relearn things as we go on this journey so um we are just urging everyone to to check your biases Read more, educate yourself. Um, don't don't succumb to stereotypes. Have an open mind. Have honest conversations. What are your fears if someone were to come to you, if your friend were to come to you and say, I'm gay, are you going to disappear? What fears do you have around it? Why are you afraid? Go and understand. Read, read and learn. Really, read and learn. Check your biases every single time. Um and uh, just because someone is different from you is not an offense to your person should not be an offense to your person people are different we are not um, and this word has been beat to pieces in the past uh, year we are not a monolith people are not all the same there's always going to be difference people are going to operate differently you're going to like different things just because i like something different doesn't Mean that we cannot be friends. So same applies. Um, Check your biases, educate yourself, and for those of you that are like, "Oh no, I would not send my child to the west, or I would not put my child in this school because it's agenda, propaganda. They are trying to make my child gay. Gay, being gay, being on the queer spectrum is not contagious." If your child is going to be gay, your child will be gay. Whether you put that child in a bunker or you send that child to space, if your child is gay, your child is going to be gay and there's nothing you can do about it.
1: So I know i has been saying gay, but you know, this when she says gay, she's literally trying to refer to the entire LGBTQIA plus spectrum. So it's not just Yeah, that's why sometimes I say same applies queer, queer spectrum.
0: Yeah. Same applies same applies thank you aisha
1: so that's it and so let us know if there you know there's some things mm-hmm. when i've said when i've not said well your thoughts um you know what did you learn hit us up on social media facebook instagram twitter at rogan learning send us a dm leave comments if you use if you listen on apple podcast please 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 please, please leave a comment uh tell us you know that helps with, uh, with visibility visibility uh, we appreciate you for sticking with us on this episode we love you all please let us know your thoughts um or, you know comments any ideas you have around topics you think we should cover um there any, anything else from your side no nothing from me nothing from me and on that note we will see you in the next episode bye, bye. <laughs>